0: Before I begin today's episode, I have some exciting news to share. I recently became a father. Well, to be accurate, I just adopted an adorable little fur baby. When a cute black kitten approaches you with no hesitation in the middle of the woods during October, it's hard for even the coldest, most anti-cat person to say no. And Esmeralda is quite possibly the quietest, friendliest cat I have ever had the good fortune of spending time with. The whole experience of becoming the owner of a feline friend got me thinking of cats in history. Cats have always held a special and often mystical place in the minds of humans. The ancient Egyptians famously believed cats to be divine, going so far as to worship the lioness-headed Sekhmet and Bastet, goddess of the home, domesticity, and cats among others. Even today, Bastet is considered the protectress of cats, By the Middle Ages, however, cats inexplicably became associated with witches and the devil. I found little evidence to suggest why cats became tied together with witchcraft. Historians suggest that because witches and Wiccans are so close with nature, they would of course live with one or multiple cats. The Christian church, resentful of their patrons going to their local healers for help instead of them, spread propaganda that their magic stemmed from the devil himself. This led to their furry companions receiving the same punishments as their owners. Ironically, killing as many cats as they did during the witch hunts may have inadvertently helped to spread the Black Plague, as there were no longer enough hunters of plague-carrying rats. And it's that natural hunter instinct that has prompted some of the most interesting stories I've found. Despite their well-documented fear of water, cats have held positions on seafaring vessels for millennia. A cat on board meant less rats in the hold, less spread of disease, and ultimately, a significantly less stressed crew. And there's one story in particular I'd like to share with you. The story of the luckiest, or unluckiest, cat in the history of feline voyagers. I'm Aidan Maine, and you're listening to Haunting Historia. It was a year that, like all years, a lot of things happened in. Carrie Fisher. Now, Ms. Fisher wasn't talking about 1941. But, for our furry friend, it certainly was an eventful year. In 1941, Europe raged within the midst of World War II. Nazi battleships and U-boats patrolled the Atlantic and Mediterranean, causing no shortage of problems for the Allies. And riding aboard the German ship Bismarck, sat the cutest Axis power sailor ever to embark. A small, black-and-white cat. There's no record of who the cat belonged to, or even what his original name was. On May 18, 1941, the Bismarck sailed out on its first, and ultimately last, mission. Operation Reinobung. Barely a week later, on May 27th, the ship was destroyed after a heated battle with the British Royal Navy. Only 115 of the 2,200 members on board survived. Well hundred and fifteen humans and one cat survived the HMS Cossack found the poor feline floating on a piece of wreckage with nothing to identify the cat the British sailors used the international code of signal flag for man overboard and named him Oscar as it turns out Oscar gladly switched sides serving aboard the very ship that saved him from his first unfortunate outing He continued being a mouser for the Cossack and the Allied forces for the next five months, helping the crew escort several convoys in the North Atlantic and the Mediterranean. October 24, 1941, saw Oscar and the Cossack leaving Gibraltar en route to Liverpool, but sadly, it never made it. A torpedo from a German submarine badly damaged the ship, and although a valiant effort to save her ensued, the deteriorating weather conditions and danger of further attack proved to be too much. The toe was slipped, and the Cossack sank on October 27th. But Oscar once again survived, and when they retrieved the waterlogged cat and brought him back to Gibraltar, the officers decided he needed a new name, one that would tell everyone who met him just how lucky he was, the unsinkable Sam. Sam's military service surprisingly didn't end with the sinking of the Cossack. Soon after, he was once again back at sea, aboard the aircraft carrier HMS Ark Royal. The ship had a reputation for being lucky. More than once, German sailors reported having sunk her, only to be proven wrong. What better place for a cat that survived not one, but two shipwrecks? Except that luck couldn't last. November 14th saw the Ark Royal torpedoed, and Sam found himself once again fighting to stay afloat. When they found him on a piece of wreckage, the official report claims he was angry but quite unharmed. I can't help but think that angry must have been an understatement, having survived a third sinking. After the Ark Royal was destroyed, Sam's military career ended. Interestingly. The Ark Royal had played a pivotal role in sinking the Bismarck earlier that year. The very same ship where the Unsinkable Sam first set out to sea. It's kind of poetic, isn't it? Unsinkable Sam spent some time in the care of the Governor General of Gibraltar before being transferred to the UK. He spent the remainder of his days happily chasing mice and being loved at a home for sailors in Belfast. Sam passed away in 1955, at a ripe old age. What's interesting about the story of Unsinkable Sam is that there are some who claim it's nothing more than a sea story, something sailors tell despite being utterly false. But there's plenty of evidence to suggest such a cat did in fact survive all three sinkings. Testimonies and pictures of the same cat from different crews. There's even a pastel portrait of Sam in the National Maritime Museum in Greenwich. That's what I love about history. There's so much mystery to unravel. This episode of Haunting Historia was written and produced by me, Aidan Maine, with music by John Bjork, You might question if a story like a cat on huge ships sailing the seas during wartime is possible. Remarkably, training a cat to willingly and even happily go on adventures is not only possible, but quite easy. If you're curious about how to do just that, then head on over to adventurecats.org and take a look at advice from the experts. I've spent just two weeks training Esmeralda, and she's taken to it pretty rapidly. Maybe one day, My Little Esme will grace the pages of history, too. But until then, join me next time when I bring you another tale of fascination and intrigue. As the fictional David Rossi once said, life is a hell of a thing to happen to someone.